and welcome back to another episode of the Divergence Podcast. This time, our Halloween episode. I'm your host, Ketty. And this is B. Uh, how many times have we tried to record this episode already today? Well, you got here at 8, and we just started now. Jesus, man. We had a lot of technical difficulties earlier. Um, our microphones weren't syncing up properly. Either mine was overpowering his, or his was overpowering mine. So right now we're just doing one mic, and I think it's working well so far, but before we were using this one mic, uh, I'm pretty sure we got haunted for a little bit there. Yeah, there is a demon speaking to us in the mics for sure. I don't know what that was, but it scared me. Um, but I guess, you know, it's a nice way to touch upon my Halloween update for my movies. Touch upon. Um, yes. Touch upon. I don't know why I love that so much. <laughs> uh, basically, what I have watched so far are I finished off all the screen movies that have come out. Yeah, I honestly didn't even know they made five, and I know you told me this like a week or two ago, and I still don't believe that they made five. Yeah, they made five. Uh, four and five were actually good. Four, I liked. Five, though. Five, I really became a fan of the franchise again. Oh, it only took five fucking movies <laughs> for you to like them? Cool. I mean, I, I like them all, but I think five was just like, man, these guys really haven't missed a beat. I mean, they're all cheesy, and it's the same plot all the time, but it's still just very I mean, fun to watch. It's just a very aggressive whodunit. Not only just that, I mean, I don't think anyone, I don't think I've ever seen anyone quite take a physical beating like Ghostface does. Uh, yeah, I couldn't even tell you considering the last time I saw it. I, I think I've only seen the original one. When did Scream 5 come out? Scream 5 just came out last year, actually, and it has like one oh, of my... Oh, that recent? Yeah. Um, has one of my, I guess, I guess you could say I'm a big fan of her work recently, uh, Jenna Ortega. I don't know who that is. Um, I guess she's like the new modern Scream Queen. Um, she was in what? Yeah, she was in the movie. She was in the movie. She was in the series. You. She was. She's the Wednesday in the new Wednesday Adams Netflix oh, series. Oh, okay. I know who you're talking about. Uh, yeah. So definitely check out Scream Five if you haven't Ortega. seen that. Okay. It's really good. What else have I watched? She got a tiny head. Yeah, but her acting skills are top notch. Fan of hers. She does good work. She does good work. I believe it. Um, what else have I watched? Oh, I watched uh, Vincent Price's House on Haunted Hill. Nice. Classic. It was very classic. I was actually pretty spooked a lot. That's good. Yeah, That's no. what you want. That's the yeah. game. Uh, I watched it in black and white. They also had it available in color, but uh, Tali told me that it was better to watch it in black and white because it was made for black and white. And I'm like, you have a point there. Yeah, I guess adding color to it would be a little weird. Yeah, because I mean, when you think about the whole makeup, the whole special effects and everything, it was yeah, made like the way for... it's shot is directly affected by. Yeah, so good movie. Check that out. It's also on Amazon Prime. House on Haunted Hill, the Vincent Price, Vincent Price, Vincent Prince movie. Um, and I didn't know they remade it back in like '91 or '95. I want to say. Yeah, I vaguely recall that. Yeah, completely different movie. I read the synopsis of it, so I was like, I'll probably check that out later. Um, what else did I watch? Oh, I watched Cursed, actually. You've been busy as hell. I told you, dude, I gotta keep something going every day for Halloween. Alright, you're doing better than me. I, like, forgot it was coming up, and now I don't have a costume. But yeah, uh, I watched Cursed. That's with uh, Jesse Eisenberg and Christina Ritchie and Joshua Jackson. Hey, from Fringe. I was like, Fringe? Mighty Ducks, dude, come on. I mean, we're sticking with the Halloween theme. That's a paranormal show. Mighty Ducks can be Halloween. I mean, I'm sure I've seen a bunch of Muddy Duck costumes. That's not a bad idea for a costume this year. It's not. Maybe we'll just be lazy and wear a hockey jersey. <laughs> I'm a quitter, guys. Uh, but yeah, it, it was a good movie. It's a werewolf movie. Um, it has a great cast, actually. You know, Joshua Jackson, Christina Ritchie, Jesse Eisenberg, uh, Judy Greer, uh, Shannon Elizabeth. I don't remember this movie at uh, all. Maya. Apparently, she's like a famous singer. She did the Ghetto Superstar song. 
I'm oh, sorry. I'm sorry. That's if I a great song. I'm sorry if I don't know any more of your works, but that's that's the first thing that came up when I looked. That her is up. all you need is Ghetto Superstar. Uh, who else is in it? Uh, Portia de Rossi is in it. I don't know half of these names, buddy, but I'm going to believe you. Uh, but yeah, you know, great, great, great movie. It's a werewolf movie. Um, it was also directed by Wes Craven, the guy who oh, did nice. the Scream movies. Um, cheesy effects. I know. I read like production work behind it and behind the scenes that. They fired his practical effects team because they wanted to go all full CGI, you know. When, when did this come out? Like early 2000s, you know, when, yeah. when CGI was all the rage. They were trying to save I was going to say, that's like the era for destroying effects apartments. And I feel like the, the, that, the CGI thing affected the quality of the movie because um, I don't want to spoil it if you just watch it. If you do watch it, you'll see what I mean. I'm going to forget. It's not going to get watched. Just watch it, dude. I just, it's not gonna happen alright fine I guess a little spoiler towards the end of the movie the final act uh, none of the characters that are supposed to be werewolves transform into their full werewolf state they just get like claws and like some teeth here and there that okay. come out when necessary to fight um, cause I guess all their budget got blown on just one CGI werewolf <laughs> and he was the werest of all the wolves yes um, so that's where all the budget went that's too bad. And, like, yeah, the final act is, like, a whole, like, three-way werewolf fight that just... Ooh, werewolf three-way. Yeah, it just it just doesn't come out full. And I feel like the only reason is because they didn't have enough money to CGI three werewolves fighting each other. That's abysmal. So they just took it on to, like, oh, I get claws when I need to, like, attack. I get fangs when I need to bite. That's so funny. Yeah. I Yeah, no, that's... I don't think that movie had a budget to begin with. I don't think Wes Craven really operates with too much of a budget, generally. Not much, but I feel like his whole, like... Niche is practical effects. Yeah. So I feel like when they took that away from him, it kind of diminished <laughs> his movie. Either way, though, I I did enjoy the movie. Also a big fan of Christina Ritchie. Yeah, she's fantastic. She's Yeah, she does. She also has another movie that I guess is also Halloween-related called Monstrous, which I'm going to check out later. So Monstrous. it's pretty good. Yeah, it's about some giant octopus monster from what I saw so far. Thank you, Japan. So, yeah, that's all for my Halloween update so far. You know, for good old Spooktober... Oh, be spooking. there is one thing I did want to mention, though, about the House on Haunted Hill. In House on Haunted Hill, there's an acid pit scene. And like, I guess, you know, this guy murdered his wife by throwing his wife into the pit of acid. And that it left nothing, just the bones that came floating up. And nobody believed him. And so to prove everybody wrong, he found like a dead rat and it was caught in a rat trap and he threw the rat in. Is this the Rick and Morty episode? This is exactly what I was leading into because I was just like, oh my God, this is where they got it from. I'm calling a bone scientist. <laughs> <laughs> this is where they got it from because it's just the bones flew up. Uh, oh my God. I, it was funny because Tali and I were having a great time with that. That just like, this, a lot more sense now. They're like, this is where they got it from. This is exactly where they got it from. So yeah, Rick and Morty really... Dove back for that one. Yeah, Dan Harmon likes his ref- uh, references. I almost said references. References. He does like his references. It's all about his story wheel. Yes. If you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Hero. Right. I forget what it is off the top of my head, but I know what you're talking about. I guess, you know, that's the greatest topic is that, you know, the community movie was announced, actually. Come again for Big Fudge? What? Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't hear about this, that we're getting a community movie. Dude, so. I get, like, no news anymore. I'm, like, really? so not connected. Dude, I get all this stuff from Twitter. Who are you following on Twitter that you're not getting all this stuff? Evidently. Clearly not, not me, so. I follow your brother. <laughs> My brother and I have each other blocked. Interesting strategy. I don't know why, but, yeah. Uh, I'm sure it was a bit that went too far. Maybe. 
I don't know. Knowing you two idiots. Probably. We also hate each other. Kind of. Sometimes. But yeah, we're getting six seasons in a movie. So uh, I know majority of the cast has already signed signed on to come back. I'm assuming they're not bringing back Chevy Chase. I'm not a, Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Maybe. I feel like that relationship got really bad at the end of that. Maybe. I think, you know... He, I mean, they did have to kill him for the last season. Well, that's true. He is dead. So he really can't come back, so... Maybe they'll hologram him in, but I feel like they wouldn't do that. Or a rope, or a robot Chevy Chase. I don't know. Who knows? Um, I know they are working to bring back uh, Donald Glover. That, I mean, yeah, I feel like you have to. Yeah. Whether or not he's, like, above it now at this point. I think he would do it. I don't think he's above it. I think he would definitely do it, you know? Uh, especially for a movie. I mean, it's not gonna. It's not like a big budget movie. It's going to come out on Peacock, so it's not anything spectacular. Oh, that's... Okay. But, I mean, you know, we'll take what we can get. We got our six seasons in a movie, people. The chance worked. Yeah. They definitely did work. Uh, I'm curious to see what the movie's going to be about, though, because... I don't know. I, w- I would say the first, what, the first four seasons of Community are probably the best. Or first three, maybe. Well, I forget which season it is that Dan Harmon got, like, fired, and then he came back to the four. next season. Was it four? Maybe it was four. Or I halfway mean, through four, he got fired. Something like that. Yeah, that, that season is noticeably lacking in quality compared to the others, but... Hey, man, I still like pretty much all of them. Yeah, I mean, they're all pretty good. The last season's a little... No, it ends strong. But maybe, yeah, I think it ends pretty good. Everyone, you know, goes on their, on their ways to finish their journey. Also, we get freaking Goliath in the last season. Keith David. Who? Keith David, the guy who voiced Goliath. Keith David, the guy who was... I never knew that. You... What? I mean, I don't know... Wait. Keith David. The whole whole funny thing to me was about it was that he was a mentor to the guy from the Cape who was, was Abed's favorite show. Yes. Okay. Now I know what we're talking about. I couldn't put the name to the face. Come on, man. Keith David. Is it David or David's? You don't even know. I don't. I don't know. But I'm just what I'm asking right now. I was like, I was like, am I? I'm not gonna tell you now. It's kind of rude. It's David. We're gonna go back to being a single host podcast. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. I'm taking over, guys. <laughs> uh, I love to make you hate me. Oh man. But yeah, interesting. I mean, I, I thought this movie would never happen, but here we are. I'm glad it finally did. I mean, no one has any ideas anymore. They're just making the same shit. <laughs> I know... The Muffin Man? Yes, I know The Muffin Man. You better. Crap, I, I forget where I was going with this, but I guess the other thing that I want to touch upon is that a lot of people here, or not here, but like on the internet, were going freaking ballistic, or were thinking that Cartoon Network was going to be canceled, and like, you know, the, a lot of people were saying, rest in peace, Cartoon Network, thank you for the memories, and all this other stuff, and I'm just like, what is everyone talking about? I was like, Cartoon Network, yeah, it's, not, I, well, it's not over. I didn't, like, see the Goodbye Cartoon Network stuff. I just saw them come back with the, like, we're not dead, motherfuckers. So, like, I had no idea what was going on. But apparently it was just because they're merging studios with HBO since they're their owner now. Uh, they're merging studios over with uh, Warner Bros. Animation. Um, basically, okay. they're, they're still going to operate under their own banner. They're their own thing. So it's still going to say Cartoon Network. Yes, it's still going to say Cartoon Network Studios. The channel itself is still very much alive. It's not going anywhere. Okay. Um, obviously, if you don't believe me, the source is straight from Cartoon Network, and also I follow a bunch of animators and artists who actually work at Cartoon Network Studios, who like, you know, confirm that yeah, it's not going anywhere. It's just a reshuffling of stuff, and who, and the. It's so funny how that got so out of hand. So well, yeah, because the news outlet who reported it was saying that it was shutting down. That was Cartoon Brewery, and so you know, don't trust anything they say, guys, because true, they throw a lot of stuff around. Uh. 
But yeah, Cartoon Network is not going anywhere. Cartoon Network Studios is not going anywhere. But so does that have to do with why they took all the animation off of uh, HBO Max? Uh, no, that actually had to come through from the CEO of now Discovery Warner, the so asshole then, David Zaslav, whatever whatever the fuck his name is. So then, is that that's got to be saved somewhere now? Like, uh, maybe. I mean, if it, I'm still if, just if, mad I have not finished the last season of Infinity Train. That's what I'm getting at. I got you covered. I bought them. I bought all seasons one through four. I can't believe it's only four seasons. This show's good as hell. I mean, it also goes to show you, people, physical media is the way to go. They can't take it from you if you physically own it. True, but also money. I mean, yes, money. That's what you, you buy in moderation. You buy a little, little. Space? Make room. You Figure it out. <laughs> I'm just saying. They shouldn't just be deleting giant libraries anyways. I mean, they shouldn't, but I uh, actually, slowly, they've been re-uploading old stuff. Like, there's some stuff back again in Infinity Train. It's back on the Cartoon Network website. Cool. Um, OKKO. Okay, a, bunch, a bunch of shows that were actually deleted are being re-uploaded again onto the website. So there's still hope that it could come back because there is a high demand for these shows. Yeah, man. They're good. They're really good. I mean, Cartoon Network has produced so many great hits, which I guess leads into my next question. Are what are your what are some of your favorite Cartoon Network shows? Okay, so you asked me this, uh, and I've been trying to think about it for two days, and I honestly couldn't like think of any. And then when I went through the list, I saw so many, and I completely forgot about them. Remember wow. Me- Megas XLR? Oh hell yeah! Who doesn't remember Megas? XLR? It was like Optimus Prime was like a fucking monster truck. It's not even Optimus Prime. This is this is if Gundam. Robots landed in America. Yeah, it was it was interesting. Piloted by a bunch like a couple of like rednecks or something like that. I don't remember too vaguely, but yeah, dude, they had an insane amount of stuff. Uh, ben Ten, Teen Titans, uh, all the old Hanna Barbera and Tex Avery oh, stuff. Yeah. They have a huge library. That's why, like, when HBO Max first started, to me, they were the best streaming service because they had so much content and like a ton of variety too. That's the thing. And then you had like Samurai Jack, Powerpuff Girls, and then weird ones like Two Stupid Dogs and yeah. Cow and Chicken, if you remember those. Cow and Chicken. Um, do you remember Mike Lou and Og? Mike Lou and... Wasn't that Nickelodeon? No, that's Cartoon Network. Mike Lou and Og on the island. Mike yeah. And so you do remember, yeah. Mike Lou and Og on that's the another island one. where nobody knows. Uh, Time Squad. I don't remember Time Squad. Ooh, Codename Kids Next Door. I mean, that's classic as well. This podcast is just going to devolve into us naming names of shows. <laughs> but I guess, you know. But just goes to show you how insane me, that library is. It, it really is an insane library, but, you know, give me Even, give, give me your top five. Um, honestly, uh, that's too hard to do. Uh, damn it, I had a thing pulled up, and it was like some BuzzFeed article about, like, top 30. BuzzFeed, 31 best... <laughs> Fucking Cartoon Network shows. I'm not going to go through all of them, but, like, there's a lot I haven't watched because, like, I, you know, stopped watching Cartoon Network at a certain point, so I missed things like... I never stopped watching. <laughs> That's true. You never did. <laughs> but, like, I never caught, like, Adventure Time or Gumball or Chowder. Really? Chowder. I, like, none of them. Dude. But, I'm like, people... I, I still, like recognize them as probably, like, really good shows. I've seen, uh, like, a couple episodes of, like, regular shows. A lot of people like slept on Chowder. And it's so funny. It See, Chowder's so one of the funny. ones I saw like a bit of, and I really like that show from what it, I saw. Chowder was so good that I bought episodes off the iTunes store back then. Damn, 99 cents a pop. Yeah, um, I'm surprised you haven't seen much of regular show because I feel like that's really right up your alley. I saw like a bit, like if I had like my at the time girlfriend's like nephews over, they would watch it and stuff like that. Uh-huh, I uh-huh. did really like it, but I just never sat down Well, you to know, watch it's it. on HBO Max. I say... Start binging it. 
I probably will. I need. They're a new really. Show to watch. They're really good. They're really good. I feel like it would really hit close home to you as well. Yeah. But like, if I'm gonna throw out like a top five, like definitely Teen Titans. For that's, sure. That's, that, I mean, yeah, that's a must. That show is so good. Uh, I loved Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Okay. Pretty good. I mean, these are, I mean, you can't really go wrong with your top five here. Yeah. I mean, they're all good. I uh, I think Codename Kids Next Door might be up there. All right. Samurai Jack. And then, like, I, I don't want to commit to a fifth, but it might be, like, oh, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Nice, that show nice. was banging. That show was so good. Yeah. It's really good. It's also unfortunate for the creator, uh, Craig McCracken, that he... His name is Craig McCracken? Yeah. Unfortunate. I don't know if that's his real name or just his stage name, but what's unfortunate for him is that he is open to revisiting... He's actually doing the another Powerpuff Bros. reboot, but this time he is involved. How many reboots has this been? I mean, there was a 2016 reboot, which nobody talks about, because it was just really bad. I, I recall it being awful... And, and nothing, nothing against anime. Yeah, nothing against the people who worked on it. It was just, it just didn't, you know, respect the. It didn't. Material. It didn't click with yeah. the same crowd. Yeah, and then there was an anime, Pop of Girl Z, uh, but this time Craig McCracken's coming back and he's like full on creative control of the Pop of Girl series. And there was a live action one that was in development for a while, and I remember Chloe Bennett was attached to be. I think. Yeah, it was Chloe Bennett, Dove Cameron, and I forgot who was playing Buttercup. And did that get blown up, or did because I think uh, they shot they shot the pilot. They nobody picked it up. They were going to redo it again. I don't know what's happening with it. But two, they should just stop because I feel like Powerpuff Girls is a show that should not be live action. The whole charm of it is about it being animated. Yeah, it's like cutesy. Yeah, cutesy like preschool little girls just freaking kicking ass. You want a you want a live action uh, three woman led cartoon show? Boom, totally spies. Totally spies would definitely work. That's a great show, actually. Oh my god. I would get home from school, watch that, and then as soon as somebody else came home, I would change the channel because I didn't want to be caught watching a girl show. Oh, what the hell, dude? Dude, I gave no fucks. I'd be like, you're gonna catch me watching Totally Spies. I was an insecure child who didn't know he was queer yet. All right. Like I, I give no fucks. I, I would watch. Dude, I was watching Sailor Moon singing the theme song with no shame. Sailor Moon's pretty solid. Uh, but the thing is, uh, back to Craig McCracken, is that he actually <laughs> pitched uh, 16 original ideas to Netflix, and they all turned him down. I mean... Which sucks. I mean, it sucks, because, like, you know, the people only want pre-existing and, like, established IPs. It's like, why not give him a shot with something else? But because did- he, he did make a new show with Netflix called Kid Cosmic, which was also really good, actually. Uh, I never watched it, but it looked awesome. It's really good, actually. I liked it a lot. Sorry, Tali, that I watched all the episodes without you. Damn, it's like that. Hey, man. Rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, really good. I mean, it just, it just sucks that, you know, that did 16 different ideas. Who knows what these ideas were? And given, you know, the quality of his work, and he also worked alongside Gendy, that there were probably some great ideas, because... We've seen from the Gendy panel that his all of his ideas got turned down because he was when he could make that Popeye. That's what movie. I'm saying. Like I'm not super worried. Like when I hear somebody's ideas got turned down, I'm like they'll resurface somehow. It's fine. But like, how is Netflix in a position to be like turning down? Well, they're probably just super nervous because like they keep fluctuating. They had that really big viewership drop off last year. I just read something earlier that they like got a big uptick in viewership. I mean, it's also it's also on Netflix because they keep shooting themselves in the foot. Well, yeah, they make like 35 new shitty Lifetime movies a week and then like occasionally put out like a Witcher. Yeah, I feel like I feel like this should focus more on quality than quantity. That's just me. 
Yeah, and I think they like had mentioned that at a certain point, and then just straight up did not follow through because there's still a lot of shit out there. It's just it's too it's just ridiculous. But I guess to take it back for my top five for Cartoon Network. Oh yeah, let's hear this so I can judge you. So you can judge me. Yeah, that's I probably all good. I mean, obviously, you know, we got Teen Titans, uh, Justice League. Yes. Uh, Samurai Jack, Dexter's Lab. This is very similar to mine. Can just better. Tell, can you tell? It's just better. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, what else is out there? I'm trying to think what classic. I guess, you know, uh, The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy I actually really liked as well. That was a really good one. I mean, you, like I said, you can't go wrong with any top five of cartoon. They're all, they're all, they're all fucking great. You can't go wrong. I can't name too many shows I didn't like. Exactly. Actually, I, not that I didn't like. I just, I feel like I just wasn't the target audience. Like the Life and Times of Juniper Lee, I watched some episodes, but it just never got my attention. I vaguely recall this. Um, what else was there? But yeah, I, I think that one. I think like. Secret Mountain Force Awesome or something like that. I don't know what, what? it was called. I don't, it was a weird show. Also, there was that dark period of times where Cartoon Network was doing like live action shows. So, better not talk about that. I can't recall this at all. I do because I remember uh, Shamik Moore was in one of the shows called The Incredible Crew. And this is right before he became famous. Right before he got cast in Dope. Hmm. And then his career took off from there. Good for him. I mean, yeah, good for him because now he's, you know, he's playing Spider-Man. Unfortunate they can't play Static Shock because I would like for them to play Static Shock, but I, now I see a lot of people are going for Caleb McLaughlin from Stranger Things to be Static, and I'm like, I could be okay with that. I could probably be okay with that. He could load up. He could load up pretty good. Yeah, I feel like he definitely got the chops for it. Probably. I mean, we'll see. I would like to. I, w- I would definitely love to see a Static movie. But Dude, how cool would that be? It'd be really awesome. I mean, They'll find a way to ruin it, Stacy. Uh, actually, it's Milestone. Milestone. Milestone Media. It's not actually DC. I mean, it's under the DC banner, but it's created by Milestone Media. But who controls the like movie rights for that? Milestone Media. Oh, maybe he's got a chance then. But then they're not going to be able to connect it to like a larger DC. I mean, it, it's still part of the. I mean, it's like a. I don't know how to explain. Like, it's like, like a, sub, a sub label within DC because, like, even though the Milestone Media comics are printed under their own label, it's still part of the larger DC universe. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if they have to do like how Marvel and Sony Pictures had to work out a deal for Spider-Man, I feel like it's going to be a similar deal. Oh, I mean, it's obviously Warner Brothers is still going to produce it because Warner Brothers... That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why I don't trust it. Because <laughs> they are bad at making... I mean, I guess, you know, I guess I, how to say it, it's like they're probably putting out the money while Milestone Media is making the decision. See, you would hope, but I, I mean, I would I'm really not hope. confident that's the case. I mean, my whole spiel is for me is to just... Hire Bruce Tim to oversee your whole cinematic universe, please. The guy yeah, knows yeah. how to put a team together. The guy knows how to put a universe together. This is a guy who created the Justice League and Justice League Unlimited TV series and, and is now creating a bunch of original animated movies, which have all been pretty top-notch. I mean, there's some hit or misses here and there, but, I mean, all still enjoyable movies. All really good. Yeah. I, yeah, I just don't know how that's going to translate to live action. But I'd be interested to see. Static's a good character. Yeah, really good, but, you know, overall, Cartoon Network is not dead. It's not going anywhere. Uh, You can all rest assured that our memories will live on. But good news is that it's celebrating 30 years, so I'm excited to see what they're going to do for the 30-year anniversary of Cartoon Network, because it's crazy. It's like, wow, I was two years old when Cartoon Network came out? It's crazy. That doesn't make sense to me. I refuse to believe it. You refuse to believe it? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, man. 
I don't know if it, it, that's old or if we're old. Uh, we're both old. Unfortunate. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like also HBO Max can expand their library because there's still some stuff missing. Because I still want to see the real adventures of Johnny Quest. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that one. I do. I do vaguely. And they had like Quest World and a bunch of all that stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. It just sucks that we can't get Mega's XLR back because it was written off for tax purposes. Sons of bitches. I know. It I mean, just sucks. why? I don't know. Wait, with SWAT Cats? Cartoon Network? Yes, SWAT Cats is Cartoon Network. Which yeah. is coming back, remember? No. Oh, yeah, that's right. I don't yeah. know when. I don't know when, but they announced that they're coming back. So. I'm excited for that. That show was great. Yeah. Bang an opening theme. It's a great opening theme. Ugh, it's crazy. I mean, we're also getting King of the Hill back at some point in time. I've been hearing that for years. Yeah, but this was officially announced that it's in early production just like two months ago, three months ago, I want to say. Hmm. I mean, obviously, they're still like a couple years away because, you know, animation takes time, but everyone's down to do it again. I just, the only thing is like, I don't know what they're going to do with the character Lucky and Luann because Tom Petty passed away and he voiced Lucky and then Brittany Murphy passed away. That's right. That was Brittany Murphy. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they'll get someone to sound alike, but... Maybe they'll do a like they ran away together thing. I mean, maybe it's interesting. Interesting to see will they pick up where they left off, or will we finally get like some time skip and Bobby gets to grow up a little bit? What if instead of Hank, it's old Bobby? That'd be interesting. I don't think they would do that. People love Hank Hill. I think yeah. I mean, I feel like you would alienate your older fan base. But maybe it's like still a little bit older, and like Bobby's working, but he works for like the charcoal company. (laughs) (laughs) And it's this bitter rivalry between Hank and Bobby. Oh, man. I don't know, because I feel like in the last episode, they finally got along together because, you know, they found something they can both... I don't know that I watched, like, the last few seasons. Really? It's it's really... I, I, I mean, like, it's a great show, but, like, it wasn't, show. like, appointment television for me. Yeah, I mean, also, like, the the series finale didn't really feel like finale. It just felt like another episode. Because, like, at the end of the day, you know, they find out Bobby's, like, a prodigy at inspecting and, like, differentiating different types of meat. So he joins like a meat inspecting team and like goes to college basically and like helps him to meet school. Yeah. And uh, basically, you know, helps this community college win like the meat inspection tournament or some shit like that. I don't know what the fuck they do in Texas, but like it sounds sounds plausible to me. They did have a whole boggle arc, so I'm not entirely surprised by that. Same time, you know, like what else are they going to do in Texas? I remember that one episode where it snowed and the whole fucking thing shut <laughs> I down. Was, I was laughing at that. I was like, it probably would be like that because... I mean, it was like that. We saw that happen, like, a, what, last year? Two years ago? Oh, like yeah. storm? Ted Cruz like, flying, flying to Mexico? Yeah. What a dish. Wild times, wild times, man. It's crazy. <laughs> but I guess you think this is now a good time to talk about what we're drinking tonight? Yes, considering I've been holding in a burp for, like, ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Shit's bubbly, folks. Uh, tonight we got, at my local liquor store, uh, Lagunitas, who has always been one of my favorite breweries. Basic bitch. Every, dude, I don't care. Every, (laughs) no, but like the non-basic stuff, like a lot of their, like Maximus, you ever have Maximus? I don't know. No, you can't handle it, motherfucker. Exactly. I'm probably good, bitch. Yeah, it actually tastes very similar to the one we're currently drinking, which is Stereohopic IPA. Uh, it's nice and citrusy. It's got citra hops and, uh, nectarone hops. So very orangey, but then it also tastes like a pine cone, which I appreciate because I can't taste most things. I don't know. I still like the one we had last week a lot better. Well, that shit was dangerous. That was straight juice. Yeah, it was really good to the point where I actually bought it for a Halloween party I went to over the weekend. Hey, hey thanks for the invite. <sighs> it was invite only. 
pretty rude, man. But yeah, uh, bring that kit. Bring. Whoa, oh God, why can't I remember what we got last week? What we got the uh, Voodoo Ranger Juicer IPA. That's what it was. That shit was tasty. Go get that, folks. This one's good it was too. Lagunita Stereo Hopic, but yeah. that Voodoo Ranger one was so tasty. Yeah, people got to see me chug down in a Ava onesie suit. Oh, is that why I saw that picture of you and Tali? Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. That makes sense. I was wondering where that was. I thought you guys were just like at home dressing up, which oh, I no, thought no. was like super cute. Now it's less cute. Still kind of cute, though. I mean, yeah. We got ready at home, and then we went out to the party, you know, all that. That is how it goes. Yeah. If you got ready at a costume party at the party, that'd be a bit weird. And yet, I almost did that for your birthday. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. Fun times. Uh, I had a good time. But I mean, this is not too bad. I like it. It's just... Compared to last week's, I think that's my favorite so far. Yeah, that was too good. We got to start, like, a ranking system or something like that. I mean, the Jews are top-notch. After that one is the other one we had the first week. The Mimosa one? Yeah, the Mimosa one. That and then the, the Mexican beer. Yeah, that was really good. And then this, this one. one, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we have the other one for next week called, what, Basement Party? Basement Party from Temperance Brewery, yeah. Yeah, we got that one for next week lined up for you folks. It's a cool-looking bar. I, I'm not going to lie. I might drink that before we get to that episode, <laughs> but we'll see. You got to save at least two cans. I will save two cans just for the pod. I do. promise. All right. Maybe. I guess now our next talking point is the, I guess what is considered the main subject here because you went all ballistic on me last week. Yeah, and then like another wrench in the works. All right, so finish introducing it. Uh, basically, last week uh, I told Brian that they uploaded to, up to YouTube the Lost Kingdom Hearts animated pilot. Um, it's not fully animated. There's some animated parts here or there, but it's, it's all raw footage. It's and, more like an active storyboard. Yeah, active storyboard. It was, I mean, I thought it was cool to see, you know. It looked dope. Yeah, it was really good, and it really fanned the flames to let people know that fans want this. And the creator who, who you know, who had a hand in developing this pilot, uh, was telling people, "Is like keep keep sending your message out to Disney, keep you know letting them know that this is what you want." And yeah, I mean that's what I've been doing all this time. I feel like I'm not the only one who's been asking for a Kingdom Hearts anime, dude. It would it makes so much sense. Yeah, it It'd makes, be perfect for it. Makes hella sense. They can go into so many different worlds that aren't explored in the games and stuff like that. Like Disney is sitting on a gold mine. It would just need to like get Square Enix to sign off on some rights. I mean, it's it's crazy because the times that I've gone to Disney World, I very rarely ever found Kingdom Hearts merchandise and i feel like if you guys have merchandise it will sell because i will definitely buy it that's what i'm saying like they have a cash cow on their hands and they just don't utilize it i really don't know why they don't i don't either i mean I it mean, already took pulling teeth to get him to get sora into smash and stuff like that and it's things like that that make getting the access to their property so difficult and yet they're sitting on it not doing anything with it, it. i mean I, I know there's games in development yeah but if you can branch out more than you are you should it's true because not that I need to tell the richest company in the world how <laughs> to make more money, but fuck you, I'm a fan. I want it. I want more of it. I mean, sure. I guess you know it's it's like maybe maybe Disney doesn't know or understand. You know what? Not. I'm pretty sure they know what characters are theirs, what characters they can't use. Obviously, they can't really use the Final Fantasy characters because that's all Square Enix. But I mean, they can use all because all the original characters created is theirs, like Sora, Riku, Kyrie. Yeah, all Shion. they need to do is not use. Like Cloud and Sephiroth and like Leon and whoever else. Yeah, just don't use the Final Fantasy characters, which is I mean, very easy because they're not like integral. Yeah, and then you can you you have all the Heartless, you have all the Unversed, you have the Keyblade wielders, all that stuff. It's but like 
The one Square Enix character they should keep, Waka. Waka. Waka from Final Fantasy X, baby. Oh my god. I have told you time and time again, it is the best Final Fantasy game ever. Blitzball for life. Okay. It's a Blitzball fan. I love that game. (laughs) One of my favorite memes is like Yuna saying, like, we have to hurry, we can't wait. And then it's like the title card, play Blitzball, yes or no? Always hitting yes, baby. Oh my god. We always got time for Blitzball in this house. You should name uh, your next basketball team the Xanadar Apes. Uh, I don't. I don't have naming rights to my team, but I will let. I will let my my coach know. <laughs> but like you're, you're totally right though. They are sitting on a cash cow here, and you know it's it's crazy because the last time I went to Disney World, I found one piece of merchandise of Kingdom Hearts, and that was a King Mickey and the black robe pin, and I was just like, it was the last one too. So I was just like, I am definitely taking this bitch, and I was looking for like fucking any other Kingdom Hearts merchandise and they didn't have anything. I just don't understand it. Like, one of the biggest selling things I see every year at C2E2 is Keyblades. Oh, yeah. And if Disney sold their own official, like, fully licensed Keyblades... I mean, there is one now. Is there? Yeah. I mean, if you point it at the wall, it, like, does a hologram of, like, the keyhole. Sorry, guys. I have to go to Target right now to buy this. I mean, you just... Go to GameStop.com. I think, I don't know, it was on Is sale. Like, yeah, it was Remember when GameStop bought ThinkGeek and then stopped doing cool stuff? No, they still do it. No, th- like, like they used to have a way bigger library. I mean, yeah, because they had like the ThinkGeek libraries like underneath it, but now I feel like, yeah, they killed off a lot of stuff. I mean, also GameStop has been like losing a lot of stuff, but that's a topic for another day. But back to the back to the pilot episode, what, what, else, what else were your thoughts on it? Uh, the pilot was awesome. It, it felt like playing the games again, but like... The characters seem more whimsical, which is hard to say that it's more whimsical than Kingdom Freaking Hearts. (laughs) That's very true. But, like, it just felt right. Like, it made sense to me. And, like, I'm shocked it hasn't, like, seen the light of day for 20 years or whatever the time is. Yeah, unfortunately, it did get taken down, but I'm pretty sure you could. Some, I'm pretty sure someone else is uploaded out there. So just look up Kingdom Hearts Lost Animated Violet. You'll definitely find it. But the funny thing to me is that uh, the director who had a hand in the pilot. Guess what other movie he created or directed? Jaws. Uh, no. I'm just throwing out guesses here. I got no Even idea. better, Eight Crazy Nights. With Adam Sandler? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so on, on oh, the... that was a curveball. Yes. So the whole fandom on Twitter that day, when he, was, when he announced that he was the one who directed the pilot and was going to upload it on his YouTube channel... He released a sketch of the old dude in a full-on like Keyblade warrior suit with his own Keyblade, and I and I fucking lost it because I was just like, "That is too funny." I and I just I just I, I even tell myself I was like, every time he fights, he's gonna scream, "That's a technical foul." <laughs> <laughs> that movie heads very like Iron Giant animation style too. It might be the same studio. I, it probably is because they have like the exact same animation style. That, would you consider that like a? Jewish holiday movie. It's not. A, I, don't, I don't think it's a Christmas movie. It literally is a Hanukkah movie. It's the only Hanukkah movie, <laughs> except for if anyone knows the movie Hebrew Hammer. I don't. don't. Exactly. Nobody knows that movie, and it's a terrible C list, uh, like holiday holiday comedy movie about a Jewish superhero named the Hebrew Hammer who has to save Hanukkah from the Christians. What the fuck? It's fantastic. I mean, watch it. I'm it's not. Got, so- it's not, got very, like, South Park vibes. I'm not surprised the Christians are the villains, but still. It's fucking I mean, funny. I'm saying. I mean, but I also forgetting the other Jewish holiday movie, Full Court Miracle, over here. Oh, yeah. 
the lights went out into the gym, but the generator stayed on. Somehow, somehow. Oh my god, that was hilarious. I mean, God bless Disney for trying. Yeah, I guess. Um, have you have you also hadn't heard any? I don't know. Have you been following up with the Bayonetta three news or anything like that? Uh, yeah, that the uh, the director of the game was offering like four thousand dollars to Bayonetta's voice actor, and so she's like, "Screw that, I'm out." Yeah. And then it caused it caused a whole controversy with like the next actress who took on the voice role, uh, Jennifer Hale. Uh, nothing wrong with her, you know. She was offered the job. She took the job because you know, woman's got to eat. Anything, and, and you know, oh and God. like pe- people like went ballistic on her for taking the role, saying how could she? But it's just like, what what are you supposed to do? I mean, Gail's got to eat. Yeah, but interesting development though is that today. Um, People who investigated the contract and like Platinum Games and everything, it turns out that they actually offered her four thousand dollars for each session for five sessions. That's still only twenty thousand. It's twenty. It's only twenty thousand dollars, but it's not the four thousand dollar flat rate that she said that they offered her. I mean, even still, what did she make for the first couple of games? I'm not entirely sure, actually. I mean, like, I don't really. I'm not in the voice acting world at all. I don't understand what the rates are. I don't. I don't understand. Like, twenty thousand dollars, maybe it's not a lot, but I mean, that's like what? for a game that's been this highly anticipated. It's true. I, I mean, feel if, like they might have the budget. They might have the budget, but they're also using a lot of uh, union like uh, voice actors and, as like, well. They work, should as well as they should. workers, so it's like maybe. Who knows what their budget is like? Maybe they're going over budget. Maybe they could have offered her more, but I think. I think uh, the original voice actress, uh, Helena Taylor, she wanted a six-figure uh, check and residuals. I'm just like, I feel like you sh- I feel like maybe if she just be like, okay, I'll take the 20k and residuals, they probably would have struck a deal, and it probably would have been better for her in the long run. Yeah, but, that's like the original like Robert Downey Jr. contract for Iron Man. Yeah, it's like I'm gonna take low pay now, but I'm gonna get a slice of the pie at the end. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like, I don't know how many more Bayonetta games they have in the chamber, you know? That's yeah. the thing, too. This might be her last paycheck as Bayonetta for a long time. It if at be. all, ever. It, it might be. But, I mean, it also could be, like, if she gets residuals, they could, she could also get money anytime that they use her voice recordings. So, who knows? I feel like, you know, like, obviously, asking for a 6K, six-figure, like, check or anything, like, it's not impossible. She Obviously, any voice actor deserves that because they put a lot of work into their stuff. Well, also, I feel like this is a, this is the big theme of like voice actors holding out for more money and then yeah. finding out that the studio offered him nothing. Because with the uh, Futurama revival coming back to Hulu, one of the big stinks was John DiMaggio holding out because he think he thought he wasn't being paid fairly, which I agree with. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I don't know the numbers or facts there either, but at the end of the day, he's one of the most iconic voice actors I can think of. Yeah, alongside Billy West on the same cast, right there, like asking for more money to do. What I would consider to be probably harder than actual like physical acting. Yeah, definitely, one hundred percent. Yeah, and even more like I think a lot of people. I think it also helped that a lot of people weren't like very much a fan of Hulu's idea of what they were going to do for Bender's voice, where they're going to have like a special guest voice each episode. Yeah, that's stupid. It was really stupid. It's like one. It's gonna. It's gonna cost you even more probably for that. Oh yeah, for sure. So, you know, I mean, in the, in the end, obviously, they hired back Joe DiMaggio. So. Yeah, which, thank God. Yeah. Now I God. have hope again. Yeah, and, but I was also hearing that Platinum Games was still trying to negotiate with uh, Helen, Helena Taylor to try to get her to come back as the voice of Bayonetta. But, like, I think she was just, like, not budging on what she wanted. I mean, I mean which, you know, more power to her. Like, yeah, yeah you good know, for her. Good hope for firm. her. 
But I mean, I also feel like, you know, at some point you got to be like, you got to take any win you can get. I don't think so. I mean, you know, it's 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 a negotiation. I feel like in negotiation, there can't just be one true clear winner. Sure, there can be. Can there be? But it's not really negotiation then. Then it's just... Then she's not negotiating. She's stating what she will work for, and they're not living up to that. I mean, yeah, true. I mean, like I said, more power to her. But I feel like, you know, not... I don't know. I feel like she could have probably asked for something else or something. Maybe just stuck with the residuals. And that would have probably given her a bigger payday in the end. Eh, screw it. It's up to the studio, not for up to her. I mean, that's true. I mean, the studio did go with someone else, so... Well, yeah, and they'll be fine and nobody's going to care about it when they're actually playing the game. Probably. No one's going to sit there and be like, Bandit, it just doesn't feel right because she doesn't sound right. No, they don't care. It's up to the studio to do what is right by their voice actor. And she set, drew her line in the sand. They didn't want to cross it, so she's like, yeah. okay, bye. I'll walk the other way. Yeah, I mean, True. I respect that. I just, I don't know. I guess I, I felt kind of weird that how she, like, I don't want to say throwing under the bus, but how she kind of, like, I don't know. I guess she didn't say all the facts right away when she came out with her videos, basically. Yeah, I didn't watch the videos because I, I find watching those videos incredibly, like, cringe and yeah, it makes it, me feel uncomfortable, it, so I don't. It, I felt the same way. I only watched, like, a couple minutes of it, but I was just like, hmm. I was it's like, more than a couple minutes? Oh, God, no. Yeah, it was, it was pretty long. Um,. Like again, I I also felt like I wasn't getting the full story, but I also you know, I also know like voice actors do get screwed over a lot. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's like how we were talking about animation. Yeah, like not being recognized as an actual form of like media, like especially when it comes like Oscar time and stuff like that. When you have movies like Spirited Way that exist and like Akira, like things that are definitely like better than some of the live action movies that have garnered awards. Oh, 100 percent. Same thing with voice actors, I think, deserve as much credit as, like, an actual actor. Because they can elicit emotion out of you with nothing but their voice. Yeah, I feel like it's, I feel like it's a lot harder to voice act because a lot of the times you're just in a booth alone with just a microphone in front of you. And you can't feed off someone else's energy to, to like, Not to mention channel like, how you're supposed to be feeling. The amount of times that, like... You might be one of like the top build cast members, but then you also fill in like background voices as well. Yeah. So like you're doing the work of somebody else while we're on top of it. Yeah, it's it's really crazy because um, what was it? I don't know. Like you know, Joe DiMaggio, he does a ton of voices like for any show that he's in. Yeah. Um, obviously in Futurama he does Bender, and um, there's a bunch of other side characters that you can definitely hear. Like, oh, he did this guy. He yeah, did exactly. That guy. He's Jake in Adventure Time. Yeah, he's Jake in Adventure Time. Billy West, I'm sure, does Fry and does a bunch of other. Um, voice act like other characters in Futurama as well. I think he does Scruffy. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I think doesn't he do, doesn't he do Professor Farnsworth as well? Good news, everyone. Yeah, I mean then you look at the Simpsons cast. They do like one person does like almost a third of Springfield. Dude, Hank Azaria does like most of the voices on that show, except Apu. Yeah, not anymore. Thanks, Hari Kondabolo. Just kidding. <laughs> I love your comedy. I was never a fan, but whatever. You didn't like Hari Kondabolo? Yeah, just liked come, him. Comes off as pretentious to me. So? Just not a fan of that. Yeah, fair enough. It's just me, though. But I, hey, have... I am the one here recommending Hebrew Hammer, so I am as far from pretentious as you can get. <laughs> this movie's bad, folks. Go watch it. Go watch Curse instead, actually. Or Scream 5. Ooh, I would rather watch Hebrew Hammer. Sorry. How dare you? I mean, I'm just saying uh, do you have anything else you want to touch upon today? Any questions or questions? I don't know. I don't know. Dude. We should open up a questionnaire or something like that. 
Probably do it on Instagram or something. Uh, yeah. Do that. I was thinking we should like each think of another question to ask each other. Ah. Something we don't know about each other. But we've known each other so long that we know most of the things about each other. It's probably true. Although I find out a random fact about you every freaking month, I feel like. <laughs> like, when I found out you played bass in a band, I did, blew my mind. Yeah. Every time he, every, anytime uh, Bumbling Bee here meets, like, someone from my past, he finds out something new. I literally can't wait to meet his friends that I've never heard of before so I can get some weird-ass stories about him. That's crazy. I live a mysterious life. You really do. It's annoying as hell. I hate it. <laughs> But I guess, I don't know, you think this does it for our last recording here today? Or, oh, wait, you want to talk about your uh, 3D printing machine here? Uh, I do not. Sorry. That's it, folks. Bye. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, I got a 3D printer, and I'm kind of obsessed. Uh, and as much as I want to make super-duper cool, awesome things, uh, I have essentially been contracted by my mother to make her nothing but pottery tools. So that's all I've been printing with it for, the, like, the week I've had it. Nice. Uh, and hey, I feel fulfilled with that. It's okay. My mama is the best and I want to make her smile. But mm-hmm. once I'm done with that project, I'm printing some wax stuff. Nice, nice. Probably going to print a Halloween costume of some sorts because <laughs> I got nothing right now. I got ideas of brewing, buddy. You're going to see. You're going to see. I mean, I just hope you have enough uh, was spools of plastic. I don't know what, what the goal Oh, dude, this stuff is dirt cheap. Twenty bucks for that roll, and I have barely not even a third of the way through it. Nice, nice. Well, I'm very excited to see what else you come up with. Uh, some weird stuff. Man. I don't know. Maybe I'll have you make dioramas for my figures or some shit. I will make diarrheas for you anywhere. Oh my god! But I guess you know, for me to end it, I just got in my uh, black suit Spider-Man figure. I do like it. I like how mm. it looks. I did can't a, wait to see that photo shoot. Yeah, I did a, uh, actually well, the one I'm, I also ordered a shocker figure. Because I don't know if you remember from the 90s cartoon where he's... Please don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm throwing up the shocker for anyone who can't see. Um, I don't know if you remember from the 90s cartoon where he's chasing down the shocker and just like... Where uh, Christopher Daniel Barnes just voice acting out of his fucking ass. Hell yeah. Oh my god. If anyone doesn't know, just look up that. uh, Spider-Man chases shocker. It's fucking crazy. Uh, I love shocker. He does not get enough credit. Oh, man, but it, it was just crazy. Like, Christopher Daniel Barnes can definitely fucking act. That dude, oh, my God. Once again, voice actors, baby. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but, yeah, I like the figure. I just wish it was a bit more bulkier. That's the But, you know. I got to get me another calendar from you this year, man. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's probably what I'll do. Make some calendars. Hell, yeah. Up. I love those calendars. <laughs> probably do some more Sonic stuff. Apparently, I don't know. Everyone really likes my Sonic stuff and, like, Pokemon. Because who doesn't love the blue bur- blur? Yeah, who doesn't? And your Pokemon photography is fantastic. Yeah. Actually, also, I got in a Mega Man uh, Battle Network uh, model kit. Oh, I love Mega Man Battle Network. Yeah, so I'm going to build that, you know, probably post some photos up at Geek Night 90 sometime in the future. So just keep eyes for that. Nice. Um, You know, and check out my Halloween vid for 90s TV specials, actually. It's on my Geek Night YouTube channel. I'll give that a rewatch. It's pretty good. I mean, I have been working. I actually have been working on uh, the second part to my Power Rangers video. Oh, nice. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's, it's pretty hard to find clips of videos now, but I realized I could just, you know what? I can just use the Power Ranger figures I have to fill in the gaps. That would be funny. <laughs> yeah. So look out for that in that video. Oh, we're, we're, we're. Shameless plug. Something. I can't think of words. But other than that, you know, I think, you know, that pretty much settles it for our podcast today. So all I got. That's all I got. I mean, pretty short week. I think next week we can talk about 
maybe Black Adam or something like that. I, I don't know when it comes out, but I've seen reviews about it, and I'm not going to tell anything until next week. So I think it comes out November 11th. No, it comes out October 21st. When? October 21st, I think. What the fuck out. am I thinking of then? I don't know. I think you're thinking of Black Panther. That's the one. Yeah. It's my mom's birthday. Ah. Shout out to Claudia. Shout out to Claudia. Again, you know, find me at GeekNight90 on Instagram. Uh, also, Twitter, unless I changed it. I don't remember it. It's been so long. Don't follow me on Twitter. I just get drunk and post weird shit. Follow him on Twitter. What's your Twitter? I don't know. You're a fucking liar. I only use it when I'm drunk. <laughs> You're such a fucking liar. I'll get it to you guys next week. All right. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening, guys, to our one or two listeners. Later, losers. Later, guys.